It's time for Barreled Up by Ball Cap Sports. Here's your, here's your, here's your host, Jim Riley. The Arizona Diamondbacks. Let me just take this thing off. Are headed to the World Series. Congratulations, Snakes Alive, Create Chaos. Whatever the banner is for this moment, the Arizona Diamondbacks, you are, and that fan base, you are flying that banner proudly. Congratulations. Good job. This was a statement series. This has been a statement postseason. The whole thing, every single series and underdog, they did it. They did it. I was wrong in a few areas here. I will admit that. Not going to hide behind anything. I thought after they went down 0-2 that this thing, they didn't stand a chance. But I didn't know Brandon Fott was going to tap into a whole new playoff mode, which he did. So all the credit to Brandon Fott. We had a remarkable series from Cattell Marte. We're going to get into all of it. The Diamondbacks did it. The Phillies, you could make the case that they blew it. We're going to talk about the missed opportunities for the Philadelphia Phillies after after we celebrate what the Arizona Diamondbacks did in this series and in this postseason. Predicted to be swept by the Dodgers. Not expected to get past the Milwaukee Brewers. Remember, they hadn't lost a game in those first two rounds. They swept Milwaukee, they swept the Dodgers, and then they take care of they 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 take care of Philadelphia in seven despite falling down 0-2. Good job, Diamondbacks. That is resiliency. That is resiliency on a different level right there. So we are going to get into this whole thing because the Diamondbacks have shocked the baseball world. Now, typically when we think about hero ball, we think about it, we have a negative connotation with that, but there were a ton of heroes that stepped up for Arizona this series and in this game. Brandon Fott being one of them. They won the two Brandon Fott games and they lost the two Zach Gallen games. Tell me how that makes sense. Sometimes it doesn't. So you got a... Bunch of heroes popping up everywhere. Gabby Moreno, Cattell Marte playing in his first postseason ever. You've got you've got Corbin Carroll, the rookie, coming up big in a game clinching with a game clinching performance. Just so many good things happening for the Arizona Diamondbacks, and then on the other side, not happening for the Philadelphia Phillies. Where'd the power go? Where did the power go? One home run in the two games at at the bank. Power outage. Somebody turned the power off at the bank. Diego, I see the super chat coming Apologize. in. Apologize. Double exclamation mark. Uh, a, a few few super chats have come in. I'm sorry. Uh, let's see. Z Corp Alpha. I think uh, did I say I said. Oh boy, Phillies exclamation mark doesn't feel good, does it? Atta boy, Phillies exclamation. Mark doesn't feel good. DeAndre, there's going to be a lot of people hopping Next in. Fan here. Good job, Backs. Good job, Diamondbacks. Yes, I will admit, I did not see this coming, so I'm wrong. And I have been wrong plenty of times. So let's get into this thing. They shock 
the world. Shocked me. I thought that it would be a series. I didn't see it being a sweep. I thought it would be a series, but I still thought that this Philadelphia offense, which had been cranking, could keep doing their thing when Gallon and Kelly were not on the mound. But the problem was that's not how it worked out because, again, you had players like Brandon Fott stepping up. So Rangers have home field. Is that good or bad? This makes no sense. Love baseball. Hope IT goes seven games. Is this the first time both home teams lose six and seven? I don't remember this ever happened before. This is, I, I, I think there's a lot of things that have that have happened in this series that haven't happened before, and we're going to hear all about all of those things because we got two game sevens. We got the road teams getting through this thing. Um, it's, you, you were down. You were down 3-2. And you come back and you win. Both both sides. Rangers were down 2-3. Diamondbacks were down 2-3. The difference was the Rangers felt like they had the momentum heading back to Minute Maid Park. Which, you know, obviously, again, what makes sense about that? In this one, nobody thought Arizona was grabbing any kind of momentum heading to Citizens Bank Park. The overwhelming feeling, and the feeling in my mind too, was that this is going to be... Listen, this is going to be a Phillies series. They're going to take care of this thing. They're going to get one of these two games. At the very least, didn't happen. Didn't happen because of Arizona and their execution. Heading into this game, really, really was interested to see what Brandon Fott could do coming off of the Brandon Fott game in game three. And I like what he did. I don't know if you noticed what he did. But I like what he did in this one. Changed his pitch mix. I don't know if anybody has talked about that. I don't know if you've gone on to Baseball Savant and you compared this start to last start, which I did. uh, You would know exactly what I'm talking about. In Game 3, we saw a lot more of the fastball. In this game, we saw him mixing it up a little bit. So, usually, usually... And it's what they saw in game three. Usually, he's about a 45% fastball, 27% sweeper, 10% sinker. And in game three, he did 46% fastballs, 21% sweepers, 20% sinkers. Really focused on the pitches that he felt best with. Kind of limited the other pitches. Really focused on those three pitches in game three. In game seven... Instead of going heavy on the fastball, which the Phillies saw back in Game 3, in which maybe they probably scouted, he was throwing the sweeper nearly half the time. Now, that's not true. A third of the time, which was still more than it was for his regular expectations, more than it was back in Game 3. We only saw the fastball 25% of the time today. Again, usually 45%. Half. Of the time that we usually do. That fastball was cut down. Not entertained. Double exclamation mark. Double exclamation mark. Double exclamation mark. I, I, listen, I love it. Z Corp, I am extremely entertained. And I see a super chat coming in from to- Tony. Congratulations. Again, congratulations, Diamondbacks fans. This is your night. You proved everybody wrong. Feel good about that. You want to talk some shit? I respect it. You earned it. We are at the 72 like mark. Guys, smash that like if you haven't. Let's see if we can get to 100 here in the next minute. If you're feeling good about the Diamondbacks, 
Smash that like. Everybody on board. That bandwagon is overflowing at this point. Who's getting on board? But I really like what we saw from Jim, my buddy. Fought. My backs are heading to the FN series. Yes, they are. I really like what I saw from Brandon Fought today. He goes out there, gave you four innings, only two runs allowed. 16. It, he, was, he was deceptively nasty today. 16 whiffs in this game. In the first four, he only pitched the four innings. 16 swings and misses from Brandon Fott. He's big game Brandon. This is now a guy that I guess he's he's a force to be reckoned with. I, I mean, look, this guy is something special. There's obviously something good going on between the ears, and I love that. Big game Brandon today. Did not break. Almost broke. That fourth inning, Diamondbacks fans, you had to be sweating in the fourth inning. That fourth inning, it was it was almost like, go get him. Go get him. Get gallon. Now, gallon. Is that gallon? Gallon. Hit, hit the gallon button and get Brandon fought out before this gets completely out of control. You got the bases loaded. Now, the, the, the saving grace is that it was Sosa and not Schwarber. At bat, and Sosa struck out on a nasty, nasty sweeper. That thing looked like a fastball until the last moment, and then it just gone. No shot. Those were the kind of pitches he was throwing today, and he was dialed in. Unfortunately, doesn't get the win, but he definitely, he gave his team the chance to win. So, Good stuff from Brandon Fott today. You had Corbin Carroll today. Finally. What did I what have I been talking about? Where when is the rest of the Arizona? When are the rest of the bats going to show up and support Cattell Marte? Well, Cattell Marte struck out four times. But he got help finally. He got help in the form of Corbin Carroll. Corbin Carroll going three for four, scored two runs, drove in two runs. Moreno right behind him, two for four. Guriel two for four. Hey, Jays fans, how we feeling? Perdomo, two for three. From R- Rivera at the eight spot to Moreno at the three spot. They all got hits today. Three of them had multi-hit games. That's where all the runs came from. Guriel's two for four happened in a sandwich spot of the lineup where nobody around him was doing anything. So unfortunately, Guriel got on and was left on base uh, when he was on. But, you know, you're you're adding, you're moving the line, you're creating more pitches, you're creating more stress. If you're Guriel and you're two for four, despite everyone around you not doing a whole lot, long go 0 for 3. Fam 0 for 3, then pulled Thomas 0 for 1. But it was that. It was Corbin Carroll. It was Moreno. Moreno driving in a run here. He got help. Corbin Cattell Marte got help. And speaking of Cattell Marte, what a series. David, it's all good, man. This hurts. If you are a Phillies fan, I know it hurts. This Series from Cattell Marte. It was special. I got to think he is the MVP. 12 for 30 in the series. Drove in three runs. Scored two. 
four doubles, five extra base hits all together. It's kind of funny. This is how insane Adolis Garcia's LCS was. We look at Cattell Marte and we look at the numbers and we think about the games and we're like, man, Cattell Marte was great. But even Adolis Garcia was on a different level than Cattell Marte. Cattell Marte was great. Cattell Marte's got to be the MVP. I'm watching the broadcast right now. I think maybe they just announced it. He's tipping his cap. I don't know if he's just coming in for an interview or they're about to give him the LCS MVP. Thank you guys for hitting the like, by the way. We are over the like goal. I do appreciate it. Uh, Jimmy, Jim, uh, is Ginkgo a free agent this year? Credit for not. Pitcher performance. <laughs> he's not. He's not. And speaking of Ginkgo, again, this man should be the MVP. If he's not the MVP, it's a crime. Speaking of Ginkgo, there's no chance. My man Kevin Ginkle comes in, and we might as well call him Kevin No Chance Ginkle because that's what you've got. Fire up tri- uh, the the old uh, what, what the WWE Vince McMahon's music would come in. No chance. That's that's what should play when he comes into the game. They should fire up Vince's old entrance music from you know. I guess he would still use it, but he's pretty much done now. JB Ghost Snakes, my Rangers are in the World Series. Been waiting for twelve years. Can't wait. Where is the Red October? All the disastros fans talked about. JB, congratulations. D-Rod, thank you for the donation. Congrats to the D-backs. They adjusted fantastic. The Phillies thought they had it in the back coming home. I get my finest cabinetry in Midtown cabinets. Oh, I missed it. Midtown. Thank you for the donation. Give Brett Strom some credit uh, for pitcher performance. Right. Pitcher coach. Yeah. I mean, the uh, you got to give, and thank you for the donations to everybody that just you know hit, hit with donations right now. You got to give credit to that 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 coaching staff, the pitching staff, the the head coach, the bench coach. Every even though the even though the bench coach is not somebody that Blue Jay fans like, we're not going to go down that road. But you got a a Go coaching snakes. staff. My Rangers are in the World Series. Been waiting for twelve years, and I can't wait. It's, it's where is the yeah. Red October? All the disastros fans talked about. You've got a Diamondbacks team that bounced back they thanks to fantastic. that coaching staff. The Phillies thought they had it in the bag coming home. I get my finest cabinetry at Midtown Cabinets. How do you think Dalton Var? Somebody just brought up Varsho's name in the chat. How do you think Dalton Varsho's feeling right now? I mean, look, he's probably like, ah, okay. But how do you think he's feeling? How do you think Lourdes Gurriel Jr. and Gabby Moreno are feeling? How do you think Paul Seawalt is feeling? Hopping on board with this crew. Smith, crazy apologies to the coast of the Diamondbacks Rangers. Sounds boring. All I like baseball. Seven game series. Really figure out who the winner is. Are you saying, Smith, crazy that we're going to go seven in the World Series? Is that your prediction on that one? We're going to get into some predictions later in the week. Me and Robbie will get back together. We'll do a live stream where we dive into that. And I will be live tomorrow night doing a World Series preview. Got uh, going to spend tomorrow during the day getting all the prep together. We'll be live tomorrow night. A little bit earlier than this. A <laughs> little bit earlier than 11 o'clock at night. Probably closer to 8 or 8.30. But wow. Ginkle. You just don't want anything to do with Kevin Ginkle when he comes in the game. What a job by Ginkle in this one. Apologies to the co-sift backslash Rangers. Sounds boring to you all. I like it for baseball. Seven game series equals really figure out who the winner is. Mm-hmm. In the bottom of the seventh, I had this down as a huge moment in the game. 
A moment that could have gone either way. This was a 50-50 moment here. Saul Frank comes in. Yeah, you remember that one, Arizona. Ah, no, no. Oh, God. Marsh strikes out. Pache walks Pache. Schwarber's up. Schwarber draws the walk. And I get the second... That second strike check swing, the wrist broke a little bit. I get it on the third swing. I don't think the wrist broke as much, but hey, whatever. Uh, so he, But he draws the walk. Saul Frank out, and game over. No chance. Kevin Ginkle in. Because then he comes in. Trey Turner literally was ready to ambush a fastball. In his mind, Trey Turner hit a fastball into New Jersey, into a neighboring state, because he went up there thinking he was going to get a fastball from Ginkle, and he wasn't getting it. He was swinging. He flies out. I mean, the, it, Kevin Ginkle comes in with two on, one out. Trey Turner, Mr. Captain America, Mr. He's been great since he got the standing ovation, gets him to fly out, and then Bryce Harper comes up, and Bryce Harper... Mr. Big Moment, Mr. Home Run to clinch it last year, comes up in a moment to do it, gets a pitch that, and I think Ginkle must have been in his head with the breaking ball, the fastball, breaking ball, fastball, because Bryce looked at the second pitch of the at-bat, which was the fastball, and then on the fourth pitch of the at-bat, wasn't ready for the fastball. Obviously, Ginkle was... Pitching in a manner, throwing stuff that the Philadelphia Phillies were not prepared for. They had not planned to see. I don't know if they were looking for something up, something down, something off speed, something inside, something, whatever they were looking for. Well, we know what Trey Turner was looking for. Trey Turner was looking for a fastball. And Bryce Harper was not. Bryce Hart, if this this is the amazing thing about baseball. If Ginkle had thrown to Trey the way he threw to Bryce, maybe there's a home run there. And vice versa. Bryce was looking for the Trey Turner pitches, and Trey Turner was looking for the Bryce pitches. But Ginkle gets out of that, and then the exclamation point from no chance Kevin Ginkle in the eighth strikes out the side. I, I, you you, you, you got to respect it. You got to love it. If you are a Phillies fan, you hate it. I think you got to respect it if you're a Philadelphia Phillies fan because that's just impressive. In the LCS for the Diamondbacks, Kevin Ginkle, four games, nothing in. Nothing in on Kevin Ginkle in his four game in his four appearances in this series. In the postseason as a whole, Kevin Ginkle has gone out there eight times. How many runs do you think he's given up? None. It's no chance Kevin Ginkle. So he was fantastic. And again, heroes popping up everywhere on the Arizona Diamondback side. 
with how this has played out. Guys, if you haven't yet, make sure to subscribe. I'm sure we have a lot of new people coming in tonight. Maybe some new Diamondbacks fans finding the channel for the first time. Make sure to subscribe if you have not yet. Hit that like if you're enjoying the stream. D-backs fans, if you're here and you're pumped up, hit that like. We are celebrating the Diamondbacks in a minute. We're going to get on the Philadelphia Phillies, but right now we are in celebration Shabio mode for the D-backs. Hayden, what's up, man? I'm, 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 doing, I'm doing great. How are you doing? JB Beats. Don't worry, Ranger fans hate Jeff Bannister, too. Dude, yes. Do they really? Don't worry. Ranger fans hate Jeff Bannister, too. Raul, thank you for the donation. Spyro and Atkins should resign from the position. That's the other thing here, guys, is the players that were acquired in that... In that trade with the Blue Jays that sent Dalton Varsho north of the border and brought Guriel and Moreno over to Arizona. I, I I hope Arizona fans are handwriting thank you notes to Toronto Blue Jays front office because Lourdes Guriel in the postseason has 12 hits for you, two home runs, six runs driven in. Gabby Moreno has 12 hits for you with three home runs, nine runs driven in, a 340 on base. He's drawn walks. Gabby Moreno has been a just a, a, a beast behind home plate. I mean, he's absorbing. He's getting contusions. He's getting hit in the head with the bat. He's getting hit. I mean... The guy's taking a beating, Gabby Moreno is, and he hasn't missed a beat. This is going to be the first, correct me if I'm wrong, this is going to be the first series that we enter where we don't wonder if Gabby Moreno is too hurt to play. Right? Didn't he come out of that Milwaukee series that we were worried? We came out of the LA series that we were worried? Is my mind not remembering that? I feel like... I feel like this is the first time we're going. We're entering a series where Gabby Moreno is not in a spot where you're like, oh, he's really hurt. He's, how's how's he doing? Got to feel good about everything that your team is built upon right now. Alec Thomas is playing great in the field. Uh, you're getting some good at bats from him. It's just so much to like here if you're a Diamondbacks fan. I, you should be very excited. You should be pumped up. You should be excited. You're headed to the. Freaking World Series, and nobody thought you had a chance. The no chance thing, that's what everyone thought about Arizona. But Kevin Ginkle and others had something else to say about that. Gabby Moreno, there we see the Moreno numbers in this uh, championship series. And the other element to this, talk about the Rangers and what do they have that maybe they can unlock to improve even more, one of the elements is a Marcus Simeon turnaround because Marcus Simeon was a little light in the LCS and on the Arizona Diamondbacks side of things. Christian Walker. Christian Walker was somebody that I had starred to watch coming into this game because Christian Walker, like he's one of those guys I was expecting to maybe step up to help Arizona get over the top today. Um he did drive, contribute to a run. Uh, he drew a walk late in the game. But altogether, Christian Walker, just two hits in the LCS. Seven walks. Seven walks. So altogether, a 310 on base. So he still drew his walks. But they're going to need to beat Texas. Let's be real. To beat Texas. They are going to need power from him. They are going to need hits from him. The walks 
Great. That's a sign that the player is not completely lost at the plate. The fact that he's still drawing walks. But you've got to start hitting. Christian, Walker, Texas, Ranger. Like, let's see it, buddy. Go out there and put your cowboy hat on and go cowboy up in Texas and get the job done because you can't go two for 22 with seven walks in that series. They need you to be a bat. The guys who need to be drawing walks, let's get Alec Thomas some walks. Let's get Longoria some walks. Let's get, uh, let's get, let's get the Perdomo some walks and get them on and running. That was the other thing I loved about this is that the Diamondbacks, when they went to Philly, almost became a different team. Again, we're going to get back to that, the Philly stuff in just a minute. Uh, Chad Dub, thank you for the two months. Ball Cap Nation Platinum, thank you, sir. After sweeping the Brew Crew and Dodgers, thought D-backs would fizzle, but I'm glad they didn't. Both teams went seven. It's going to be a long World Series. It, who knows, man? This thing could completely flip. I don't know. Maybe Arizona sweeps Texas. Who the, you can't. Nothing can be ruled out. Guys, we are on the verge of 200 likes. I know the like goal says 100, but if we got 11 likes in us and we can get to 200, that would be a huge boost to the stream and to YouTube promoting this video after we're done. So if you haven't hit that like yet, do me a major solid and hit that like now. Jimmy, Phillies are finishing last in the NL East next year. I'm calling it. Jimmy, that's not going to happen. I don't think that's going to happen. I don't think that there's a shot that that happens. There's too much talent on this team. They're going to be in the mix for the National League East tomorrow. Uh, tomorrow, <laughs> next year. This team almost became a completely different squad when they went to Philadelphia. They were not running the first couple of games, the, for the first f- five games of the series. They weren't running. Game six, game seven, they unlocked that. I don't know if they had planned that. Is that was Tori Lavallo? Was that the idea? Let's just get back to Philly, and then we're going to be a different team. One thing I really loved about the Diamondbacks and the way they started their season, when they were surprising everybody, and they were fighting, and they were in it, and they were like, oh, okay, Arizona's going to be a team this year, apparently. All right, rock on. One of the things they were doing is they were running. They were running early on. They ran all year, but part of their success was that they ran, that they stole bases. And I love that they got back to that when they went to Philly. Maybe they don't get past the Phillies if they don't do that. So whoever made that call, good job. JB Beats, there's a snake in my boot. Let's go Rangers. There you go. Nice Toy Story reference. D-Rod, how many were calling for O's Braves? MLB is nuts, right? Or at least Braves. Braves against who? And Braves did not even get to the NLCS. There you go. The Nats. I don't know about the Nats. They might not be that bad next year. Anyway, that's off topic. So let's stay on topic here with the Diamondbacks. Again, big game Brandon. Now you'll look forward to the World Series and you're going to feel good about Gallon, Kelly, and Fott. That's a whole new thing. Dodgers fans only. What's going on, man? What's going on? That's a, It's a whole new situation if it's no longer two guys that you feel comfortable about. It's three guys that you feel comfortable about. Because what's the situation in Texas right now? There's only two guys that I feel comfortable about. So you're telling me that I might have three pitchers for Arizona that's going to start? And I'm going to feel like, hey, they're going to give their chance, their team a chance to win. Arizona's going to have three of those guys. And Texas only has two because I don't count Max Scherzer in that right now. 
That's a huge advantage for the Arizona Diamondbacks. Huge. So you got big game Brandon. You got no chance Skinkle. You got the MVP, Ketel Marte. You got Corbin Carroll, the rookie of the year. You've got the postseason superstar birthed Gabby Moreno. Great things happening for the Arizona Diamondbacks. And you've got, you've got the snakes alive. We will talk about the snakes in the World Series in just a minute. But what the hell happened to the Philadelphia Phillies? Missed opportunities left and right. We are not going to spend a lot of time on this, but it is worth noting. Terry's a snake in my boot. Let's go, Rangers. <laughs> the Phillies were up 2 nothing, And they had gone through Gallant. They had gone through How Kelly. How calling for O's Braves? MLB is nuts. Again, thank you all for the Super Chats. They got through Gallon. They got through Kelly. This was not just a... And, and, and trust me, there were plenty of missed opportunities today. But there were missed opportunities throughout the postseason. Throughout this championship series for the Philadelphia Phillies. And there were too many fail points today. We talked about fail points yesterday with the Astros. Too many fail points for the Houston Astros. There were too many fail points for the Philadelphia Phillies today. The Philadelphia Phillies, with runners in scoring position today, went 1 for 10. 1 for 10. The Philadelphia Phillies hit one home run after they got back to Citizens Bank Park. That How did that happen? Too aggressive? You want to say they're too aggressive? They're swinging at balls out of the zone. They swung at a lot of stuff out of the zone from Brandon Fott today. 16 swings and misses in four innings. There's a lot of swinging out of the zone that took place by the Philadelphia Phillies. Did they get too aggressive? Did the did the Diamondbacks figure it out? Like they're they're swinging at everything, dude. Just throw it out. Just just throw it a little bit out of the strike zone. They're either going to miss it or it's going to be weak contact. Did the Diamondbacks figure that out? Mike Jones, did Andrew Painter injury ruin the season for Philly? No, I don't believe so. I don't believe so, Mike. I think that uh, Andrew Painter would not have. Uh, no, I no, I just I'll just leave it at no. Uh, but thank you for the donation, donation, Mike. Alvarado comes in. The only out he recorded was a sack fly by Corbin Carroll. That made it 4-2. to two. That made it to where you had a little bit of breathing room if you were the Diamondbacks. But there were certainly opportunities in this game for the Philadelphia Phillies, and they missed them all. They missed all of them. Drink up, nerds. Thank you for the super chat. Didn't expect Gallon to go 0-2, but I'll take Fott going 2-0. I, th- I just said that like a couple of minutes ago. Drink it up, nerds. Yes. How, who, who had Gallon, the Diamondbacks, going 0-2 for Zach Gallon, but going 2-0 for Brandon Fott? That's how you do it. That's how you do that. You had the solo home run for Bohm. You had, in the third inning, the first missed opportunity for the Philadelphia Phillies. You got a leadoff single from Brandon Marsh. At this point, I believe the game was Did still 1 1. You had a, right, it was the fourth inning that the Phillies went up 2 to 1. 
that was when I guess I can't say they missed all of them in the fourth inning. They did get one run, but it felt like they should have gotten more. So in the third inning, you got a leadoff single from Brandon Marsh with one out because the next guy got out. Uh, uh, Rojas gets out. You turn the lineup over and NLCS Schwarber and Trey Turner both get out. That was a good job by Brandon Fott in the third inning. In the fourth inning, they get the bases loaded. They got a run in that gave them the two to one lead, but then Rojas strikes out. To go zero to two, but I'll take Fott going two to zero. Again, thank you, Drink It Up Nerd. Keep smashing that like, everybody. I'm wondering if 300 is a possibility. I'm starting to wonder that. I think we need to adjust the like goal just to see if that's possible tonight. Just to see if that's possible for people coming in. Looking for something to do. I got something. Hit that like. It give you something to do. Um, again, thank you guys all for coming in here. I'm sure there's a lot of new people finding the channel for the first time. Make sure to subscribe. Baseball is what we live, eat, and breathe here on the channel. So they missed an opportunity in the third with the leadoff single for Marsh. In the fourth inning, they did get one, but the bases were loaded, and you got to get more. Two to one is not enough with this Diamondbacks lineup that is finally starting to show some life like they did in the game before. And that's running like wild. In the fifth, they get a couple more runs. Arizona did, took the lead. The Phillies in the bottom of the fifth. This is another, this is a big moment because in the top of the fifth, Arizona gets two, takes the lead. In the bottom of the fifth, an opportunity to answer right back and say, No, no, we run this show. Here we come. Schwarber with a leadoff double, but then Trey grounds out. Harper flies out, just missed a home run, but he missed it. And then boom, pops out. Fifth inning done. And then you're starting to feel like, ooh, you just got through the hardest part of the lineup. Ooh. Because Castellanos was in knots in this entire series after a huge division series. Bottom of the seventh, saw Frank in, two walks, one out. Here you go. Maybe the next guy coming in doesn't have it, but the problem is the next guy coming in was Kevin Ginkle. And we talked about that. You have no, no chance when Kevin Ginkle comes in. They played the old Vince McMahon music from 15 years ago uh, watching WWE. James, coming from a D-backs fan, Philly didn't choke. I do have a poll going. I have completely forgot that I had a poll going. Wow, that is a hard yes vote count. I completely forgot that we had a live vote going. 78% saying yes, the Phillies choked. 22% say no. I have a feeling there are a lot of Phillies fans voting yes here. In our stream last night after the Houston Astros lost, I put the same poll up. I asked, do you think that if the Astros choked? Coming from a backs fan, Philly didn't choke. And we had a, again, thank you for the donation, James. We had about, I think it was 63% said yes to that one. It was 63-37. This is a strong yes, 78% to 22%. And again, I think there are some Philly fans here pissed off at their team. James, Jay's manager will not be sleeping well tonight. 
you know what? I think they're stupid enough to where they don't care. I think Ross Atkins and Mark Shapiro are dumb enough to be like, okay, good for them. I'm going to bed. Lights out. And they're sleeping like babies in five minutes because they don't get it. What's the saying about if you can keep your cool when the train's coming off the tracks, you don't understand the magnitude of the situation? I think that might be a little bit of uh, of those of those two. Uh, thank you for that super chat. Thank you for the $10, James. That just happened. I appreciate you. Thank you. All right. Let's keep going here. So many missed opportunities in this game. To add runs, again, one for 10 with runners in scoring position, left the bases loaded, had opportunities where you left two runners on. When you lose by two, that hurts. That hurts in a big way. But again, this wasn't just wasn't just today. It was being up 2-0 in the series and blew it. MGT will not be sleeping well tonight. That's true. I think you're right. They blew the series. They blew the game. I'm not trying to take anything away from Arizona right now, but listen, Arizona, if you were up 2-0 and you lost the series, you would feel like you blew it. Anybody would. No matter how great the other team played, you're like, we had a 2 to nothing lead in the series and we just got through their two toughest pitchers. How did we lose this game? How did we lose this series? They were up 2-0 in the series. In game four, they were up 5-2 to two heading into the bottom of the seventh. They could have been up 3-1 to one right there. They lost game four. The series was even. What did I say? We came on live when Arizona took game three, the Kevin Ginkle game. What did I say? Close the door. Don't leave the door open even an inch because if you do, the other team, in this case, the Arizona Diamondbacks, they're going to send their snakes in through the crack. They're going to slither through the crack of the door. They're going to push that thing open and they're going to attack. And that's exactly what the Arizona Diamondbacks did. Instead of being down 3-0, you get Brandon Fott pitching the game of his life. It's 2-1. to one. They get a rally in game four. The things even at two. The Arizona Diamondbacks playing with their backs up against the wall. Unlocked this different mode that Philly obviously didn't see coming. And then they just stayed in that mode the rest of the way. And again, I would argue that when they went to Philly, they went to another gear because they started running. They started stealing bases. So the whole thing... They just went to a different gear that the Philadelphia Phillies couldn't match. 